Welcome back to Jesus Speaks Farsi for a bonus episode. Before we go into our next series, Women in Iran, we'd like to introduce you to another member of our podcast team to hear a little history of how Iran became an Islamic Republic in 1979. Well, hey there, I'm Jen, and welcome to Jesus Speaks Farsi. Today, we're going to hear from our friend and co-worker, Marid, one of the valued members of our podcast team. He's responsible for all of our design elements and for publishing the podcast itself. But perhaps even more valuable is the unique perspective he brings to our team. He was born in Iran and lived there for the first 25 years of his life. He's passionate about his Iranian heritage and the ideas he brings to the table play a key role in shaping Jesus Speaks Farsi. Marid, I'm so glad you're joining us on the mic today. What were your thoughts on our last series where we talked about the persecution that happened in Iran back in 2010? At the time, 2010, I was in Iran. I was living in Iran. I was, uh, you know, having a normal life and, you know, just a very routine day-to-day working life. And I have never, ever heard at the time, even a few years after that, that there was such a, a, you know, series of events happening at that time. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a reason maybe that you didn't know about that at the time? Well, it's very normal living in Iran. You hear about oppression um, by government for different reasons, uh, politically, uh, religiously, or um, for any different other reasons or causes. You hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. Even if it was, it it, it never came out of the uh, uh, official news. Even if it it did, uh, it wouldn't have felt very out of place or, um, you know, strange to me, you know, it would be yet another uh, thing that has happened. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't hear about this at the time. I didn't Uh know about this, but if he was, it would have been normal. It would have felt normal to me at the time. So normal. Yeah. You say normal. Like this, (laughs) so this, this mass um, raid on homes and and arrests, this is this is how you would think about maybe a normal event. Let's, I want to hear a little bit more about that. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. We're talking about, um, um, well, uh, Islamic Republic of Iran. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about modern day Iran, uh, where in general, a, a lot of oppression going on. Uh, it's not very tolerant of the uh, uh, you know, opposition in any form or capacity. Mm-hmm. And so when you see an uprising for whatever reason or any sort of opposition, even within the government, when there is an uh, opposition uh, uh, side, uh, um, um, you you would see that they're publicly um, criticizing. And then when there's a chance, they would do whatever it costs to oppress <laughs> the opposition within mm. the government. So. Again, you, you read that, and if you put it in context, context of uh, co- context of hearing that, and just before we continue, can I just say something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, bear with me while I speak in my second language. <laughs> uh, you are amazing in your second language. No, no, You're, you, you may be better in your second language than I am in my first, so <laughs> no worries there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I will repeat myself. And if I ever gasp for any words, I will ask you, Jen. Is that of okay? Course, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, and I will attempt to do that. You know, my word find is not great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you, if you look at the context, uh, context of um, being born and uh, growing in, in within that society, 
um, 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 with very uh, limited freedom to speech, limited and, and even very, um, um, yeah, I think that, that word oppression is the best mm -hmm. word to describe. And uh, so everything is under radar, everything's uh, under control and everything's being looked at. So kind of you get used to that. I know it sounds maybe to many people uh, not ordinary at least, but it is uh, if you're living in Iran, the, the, the whole society and the whole country and um, everything about it is, is that way. So you basically get used to that. The stories we get to share here on Jesus Speaks Farsi are all about the growth of Christianity and the country Marie just spoke of, but it wasn't always like this. Christianity has been the land we now call Iran since the day of Pentecost, when the Elamite people, who are mentioned in Acts 2, first carried news of Jesus back to their homeland. Since then, the church has gone through many seasons of growth and hardship. In the 7th century, Islam was introduced to Iran and has remained the dominant religion ever since. Throughout its history, Persia has been celebrated for accepting people of all religions and races. Formerly ruled by Shahs, who are much like our Western culture's kings, Persia became Iran in the 1930s and continued to allow freedom of religion while also keeping good relationships with Western powers. But in 1979, all that changed, almost overnight. The Shah was overthrown and fled the country, and Ayatollah Khomeini became the supreme ruler. Missionaries who had traveled from around the world to preach the gospel were forced to leave, and Iranian Christians who once worshipped freely in overground churches became outcasts. At this time, the church in Iran was already small to begin with, and many believed this might be the end of Christianity in Iran. But that's certainly not what happened. Let's find out more from Marie now. Marie, so this revolution that happened in 1979, um, it was really not something that I knew about. Um, you know, my idea of Iran is what is this Islamic regime? And, and in my mind, it's always been there. So, uh, you know, as I've learned more about the, the country and the church, it's really interesting that in, you know, such recent history, we had a huge shift, you know, um, from these overground churches to now all of a sudden we've got this new regime that's come in and changed things and, you know, yeah. pushed Christianity yeah. underground. And, um, yeah. you know, what, how did that happen? I know you weren't yeah. there. Yeah. I know you weren't there, but you know, you, you know, you have family maybe that have lived through that or. We need to remember that at this time, at this time of revolution, the majority of Iranians are, uh, are Muslims. Uh, and uh, uh, there is a minority of Christians. Uh, we have churches, uh, overground churches, many of them in different cities. There's a minority of Iranians. They're uh, really, uh, the numbers are high, but uh, there is still a minority. Uh, but then, then there's this revolution. So you have to remember that you're, we as Iranian people are experiencing a huge shift toward modern, being modernized, uh, and, and we're seeing a lot of things happening. 
but we're not seeing something that is it, it, it kind of you know if you look at it it's the, just the pearl of this ring of modern uh, modern being modern is that you know democracy you know having your say in, in so this is something that led this is this huge um um, uh, urge of, uh, um, you know, wanting to have a say into your future as whole people, as a nation that, that led into people wanting to, to have a republic, you know, uh, uh, this, is, this is something that then was uh, led by Ayatollah Khomeini with the promise of a republic, with the promise of uh, voting, with the promise of uh, uh, people having their say throughout a very democratic uh, a, a way of uh, governing, and this is this is a powerful um, a promise, isn't it? For a nation who is being led by a king, who people are not really involved in their future, this is a powerful, powerful promise. And I think I believe from I'm saying this from my point of view. This is what led to um, a lot of people uh, uh, really considering joining the revolution. It was not because it was an Islamic revolution. A, a, a little fact here is that it was not ever supposed to be in the first. Uh, years of, uh, uh, you know, even when the uh, uh, revolution was successful, they've never called it Islamic revolution. It was just revolution. And then he, when he actually became to be some uh, in, in a form of a, a government, when they, when they finally had the power that they wanted, they actually added that into the law okay. to be called the nation Islamic. Republic. It was it was so <laughs> uh, last minute adding that nobody even noticed. It was like Re uh, Republic of Iran today and Islamic Republic the day after. Um, oh, so gosh. the majority of people, many many political groups, joined hands together for this amazing uh, 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 promise of having a say in a democratic. And and mm. do remember, we're we're talking about this modernized. Uh, uh, educated society of people with many different educated uh, 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 political, um, uh, small and big uh, uh, groups uh, uh, organized. Uh, so we're talking about uh, an actual uh, <laughs> a complex society here. This is not just random people doing a revolution. It's uh, so, so interesting. It doesn't sound like what what folks were actually looking for or, or seeking, it's not what they got. Unfortunately, no. Um, um, unfortunately, no. As soon as uh, there, was a, there was this uh, 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 voting for this new, um, after the revolution, after uh, the king left the country, after the military forces were put down, after um, uh, people celebrating in the streets and everything, right there. And when he was, you know, everyone was so excited and happy uh, it was then, then uh, when they did uh, 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 a voting to say, do you accept this new government? And every, mm -hmm. everybody, as you can imagine, said yes. Uh, you know, little by little, we have had many killings. We have had many um, senior uh, um, uh, figures put into prison. Many churches were asked not to operate. Uh, many uh, churches overground were closed. And there's this huge huge op uh, uh, oppression happening to the church. But this was uh, not the end of the story. I'll tell you something. 
I was at certain points so angry about being born in this chaotic, you know, controlled, restrictive uh, society in this country. Um, and uh, I, I was not happy about and uh, having to go through uh, so much uh, growing up. Um, but like I said, this was not uh, the end of the story for Christians. We talk about Persia, we talk about early Christians, we talk about many different ups and downs. And, and I'm, I'm so happy and I'm super proud to be part of a generation. And this is from bottom, bottom of my heart. To be part of a, a generation to experience this massive growth, this massive, massive growth. And I'm now part of what God is writing in this, um, again, this new uh, 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 love and this new uh, um, discovery and this, this new popularity and this new um, uh, growth in, and flourish in, in Church of Iran. Uh, I am. Um, I, Murid, am part of this generation uh, who will always, in the history of Iran, uh, would refer to as where it all broke out and every, uh, everyone uh, learned about the love of, love of Christ. It's really interesting to see the growth that's happening right now, you know, uh, even, even in, in the face of, of the oppression. Um, and so these stories we get to hear, you know, every other week on Jesus Speaks Farsi, we we get to see what's what's happening in that region and what God's doing. And it is, it's just really, really exciting. And he, I don't know that this could happen. You know, I'm not sure that the growth would have happened if we hadn't have had this revolution that's, you know, been so devastating to so many people. But to see what God's able to do in that is, is, is really yeah. incredible. Um, so yeah. next, our next um, episode, we're going to hear from Mujde and, you know, she's, she lived through that revolution and um, it's going to be really interesting to see as a woman in Iran, you know, how, how it, it looked different before and after. Um, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. Oh, I can't hear, I, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, Persia is there, my beautiful fantastic country is right there and god is doing something amazing with it it's creating something absolutely amazing with it thanks for joining us today for our bonus episode i really hope you enjoyed hearing from my friend and podcast team member mo reed we'll be releasing our next season very soon so join us as daryl Ann chats with mujda to kick off our first episode of women in iran Jesus Speaks Farsi is produced by Elam Ministries, a nonprofit charity whose mission is to strengthen and expand the church in the Iran region and beyond. For more information and ways to partner, visit elam.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. We would love for more people to learn about what Jesus is doing amongst Persian speakers today.